welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of YB Speaks. I am your host, YB, uh, Yermiyahu, better known as YB. I want to thank everybody for supporting this channel, everything you've done, whether that's following me on social media. Obviously, the best way you can support this channel is continue to watch, continue to subscribe, continue to share this channel to people that you know. Um, hit that thumbs up button every time you watch one of the episodes of this channel. It really helps us out in the YouTube algorithm. So, for some of you, you've been on the channel for a while now, and you've seen the multifaceted changes that has happened over time with this channel, first starting off as... YBTV, switching over to Honesty Kill, switching over to Jacob C Podcast, now YB Speaks. So why all these changes, what's going on? So um, some of you are still rocking with me. I don't know if it's because you don't you forgot that you've actually su subscribed to this channel or you actually love this channel. I don't know. Um, so hopefully you guys are still rocking with me, still supporting me. But now we're on this YB Speaks, and it's going to be YB Speaks until now, till forever. There's no more changes going um, and I say that because I think uh, if you listen to my podcast, you can find that um, on Spotify or wherever you find your podcast. Uh, I finally found my voice. I finally found what I want to talk about, what my passion is. Um, and that's definitely politics. That's religion. That's current events. Um, that's giving thought provoking, encouraging content out to people who look like me and just to the general American public. Um, and, you know, on this episode, I want to kind of tell the world a little bit about myself uh, because you've probably seen all these changes and you're like, who is this funny looking man on YouTube that I love listening to? I love his perspective, but I know nothing about him. So let's change some of that. First of all, where am I from? Yermiahu, better known as YB. I am from the great state of Illinois, uh, the home of Ronald Reagan, the home of uh, Abraham Lincoln, um, the home of Barack Obama. Um, all these, you know, larger than life politicians, uh, the home of Chicago politics. If anybody knows about that, it's kind of ruthless. Right. Uh, but I'm not anywhere. Was not born or raised anywhere near the city of Chicago. Believe that or not, there's other places in Illinois other than Chicago. And it's pronounced Illinois. The S is silent. Just putting that out there. Anyway. Born and raised in Illinois in a little small farm town west of Springfield, Illinois, which is the capital. Um, then my mother eventually went to college in southern Illinois. Um, that's where I was raised for the majority of my life until I was about 20 years old. And I moved out of southern Illinois, uh, moved to Tennessee, uh, then from Tennessee, a couple of years in Massachusetts um, in south, uh, south Boston suburbs um, or in the yeah, south Boston suburbs. And then... Um, Moved back to Tennessee. That's kind of my whereabouts. So that kind of shaped, that kind of definitely shaped me politically, right? So if you know anything about Illinois, it's 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 Southern Illinois than the rest of the state. So Southern Illinois is is dark red for the most. Actually, the whole state for the most part is conservative and red, but the liberals control the large population areas around Chicago. So, whatever most part and the rest of Illinois is pretty much blue um, so that kind of shaped me going through um, growing up going through school going to church all these different things um, all the politics and ideologies that came out of Southern Illinois was was very different than the rest of the state okay um, so while the rest of the state was you know maybe voting for I don't know 
John Kerry. You know, Southern Illinois was heavily voting for George Bush. It was that type of thing. Um, then moving to Tennessee, uh, specifically Western Tennessee. So Western Tennessee is blue. And if you don't know about blue, red, so blue is usually um, people who vote Democrat. Red is usually people who vote Republican. Uh, West Tennessee is a blue section in a very dark red state. Um, and that's because you have the influence of Memphis, Tennessee, uh, which is usually a Democratic ran city uh, within the state of Tennessee, which is usually a Republican stronghold. Uh, so you got a very, number one, mixture of people. Uh, you definitely in Memphis, you have your far right and you have your far right, uh, left. But the majority of people are either middle to left, middle to right. So very moderate people um, learned a lot about the politics and all that stuff here, too. And then I moved to Massachusetts, where most of the people I met, the majority of people I met while I was, you know, downtown, I was in the commons, um, Jamaica Plains of the world and uh, Southeast of the world and all those all these different places. Um Dorchester's, um, Roxbury, all these different neighborhoods. The majority of the people I met was extremely liberal, extremely liberal, even in their, even in their religious. The first time I met a, a liberal Christian was, it was in Boston, which kind of shocked me. I didn't think Christians were liberal. I mean, I didn't know, uh, the majority of my life I spent in Southern Illinois and I came to, came to Tennessee. I, di- I didn't understand that dynamic. Uh, but that, but I think, Living in Boston really kind of shaped my idea of politics, of religion, of being able to be yourself, right? And not being afraid of where you're from, not being afraid to celebrate your own culture because America is a melting pot of different cultures. I mean, they all should be celebrated in their own way Uh, because there is a uh, large Irish community there in the Boston area and anywhere you go, uh, whether you, uh, whether you see the, the actual flag, the Irish flag, or you see the four leaf clover, clover, I'm sorry, clover, clover, or you see a leprechaun or something, you see the Irish pubs, it's all these different things. And, you know, right next to the Irish flag would be the American flag, or you have the mixture of the colors. You have an American flag with the Irish colors and all these different things. And that's why you see behind me, we have the American flag with the African American uh, diaspora colors or the African diaspora colors, because I am African American. I know the IT department at Stanford wouldn't like that, but Hey, whatever I'm African American. So I both celebrate my African heritage and obviously also celebrate the fact that I was born and raised in the greatest country in the world, the United States of America. All right, so that's a little bit what I'm from and uh, how the different places I live kind of shaped who I am. Um, but then my political views, um, definitely conservative, definitely conservative. I think that was brought about just through I was raised by a single mother um, who believed in hard work, who believed in not being a victim. Um, who believed in taking responsibility for your own actions um, and truly believed in, you know, uh, pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps. And I saw her do that. Um, Any kind of stereotype, any kind of rhetoric that because you are this, you should be this, uh, she completely obliterated it. So uh, pregnant at 19, still finished college on time, 
while working two jobs with a newborn child did it mostly by herself. She had some help from the church and some people that we knew um, that our family was friends, friends of the family. Obviously everybody gets help somewhere. Right. Uh, But my mother showed that despite the obstacles, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to blame any system. I'm not going to blame any man. I'm not going to blame the country. I live in a country full of opportunity. And no matter what my circumstance is, I'm going to take full advantage. I'm going to take full advantage of the opportunities that are afforded to me, no matter what my situation is. And she did it and she did it very well. And I saw her work extremely hard. Um, So when I see rhetoric or politics that would say, well, we're going to blame a certain system or we're going to blame the country or we're going to blame a certain group of people for somebody else's downfall. I think that's just a whole bunch of hogwash. That's that's complete stupidity for me because you have to work hard and be responsible for your own actions. And if you find a roadblock, don't just say, oh, that's racism or oh, that's systematic racism or oh, that's this or oh, that's that. No, you find a roadblock and you push through it. You knock it down and you get to the next level. I never saw anything that my mother wanted. She got it. She wanted an education. She got it. She wanted a new job. She got it. She wanted to be a homeowner. She got it. She wanted to uh, get out of debt. She got it because she worked hard and she had determination and she took full advantage of the the opportunities that were in front of her. So that really kind of shaped when I looked in, as I got older and looked into the political sphere, that really kind of shaped how I thought. So, for example, I'll give you my voting record from 2004, pretty much all the way up till now. Uh, some of it I'm ashamed of because I probably shouldn't have voted for these people, but whatever. Um, and then you'll figure out the ones that I'm actually ashamed of. Actually, I'll tell you when I get there. So, number four, 2004, it was Bush against John Kerry. That was the first time I was eligible to vote. I voted for John Kerry. Was not ashamed of that. Um, that was the first time I ever voted. In 2008, uh, that, I think that that was uh, Barack Obama and uh, Senator McCain. I was eligible to vote, but I moved from Illinois to Tennessee. I was in college. I didn't kind of know how to do the whole absentee ballot stuff, and I wasn't even going to try. It was just it. It seemed like a headache to me. Um, so I did not vote in 2008. By 2012, I had moved to Boston. It was Barack Obama and Mitt Romney. And I voted for Mitt Romney. So I just thought a governor would be better suited as a president, um, especially a Republican governor who was over a liberal state. I thought that would have been very good for the country. Then we had Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Um, I voted for whoever the libertarian was on that ticket. I don't even remember their name um, because I was that's kind of where I was leaning at that time. And then we had Donald Trump uh, in 2020 um, had Donald Trump and Joe Biden had Donald Trump and Joe Biden. I voted for Kanye West. Definitely ashamed of that. But my thought was. I saw I, I, I liked Donald Trump's policies. I really did. I just didn't like some of his rhetoric that kind of divided the country a bit. I didn't like the fact that he, you know, went 10 toes deep to his base like that. 
I don't like the fact that Joe Biden does it. I don't like the fact that Barack Obama did it either. I just did. I don't. I don't, I don't think you should do that. I think you should be speaking to all of America. But anyway, I did like Donald Trump's policies. Loved his policies. Didn't really like his rhetoric. Didn't like anything about Joe Biden whatsoever. Um, he lost me. Never really had me. But if 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 there was an inkling of a chance of me voting for this man, it was all lost when he told me. I wasn't black if I didn't vote for him. More questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. I'm not going to let Joe Biden, who has a history of voting against anything that would help the African-American community advance in this country, um, he, who votes against it, which most Democrats do, although they hide behind the guise of equality and, you know, the people and, these, you know, this is the party for black folks when they don't all their policies are against the black community. But that's another episode for another day. Um, yeah. He said, hey, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. You lost me there. Never had me. But if you did, pretty much lost me. Um, so for that reason, I voted for Kanye West because I figured, hey, I live in Tennessee. Trump's going to win anyway. I'm not giving anything away to Joe Biden. I don't, I don't live in a swing state. So I don't live in Florida, Michigan, Ohio. Um, anything like that. So didn't make that big of a big of a difference to me. So that's kind of my my politics conservative. Um, I definitely am a uh, what, what changed me kind of solidified me uh, was up from slavery. Uh, Booker T. Washington's book up, up from up, up from slavery. Um, I really resonated with that, resonated with his ideas, resonated with his uh, his political views. Um, that that kind of changed me, kind of changed me. So I, I really like that book. I'll leave the link to that book down um, in the description below if anybody wants to look at that. Um, other than all that stuff, why should you listen to this channel? Um, well, you'll get different perspectives on things. I'm changing the narrative of what it means to what a conservative looks like, what a conservative sounds like. Um, I have a great, good perspective on different idea, on different current events, politics, religion. Um, I'm an African-American Jew, um, born in the Christian church, uh, did a DNA test, found out that I have a little uh, Ethiopian jewelry in my DNA, uh, kind of went on a deep dive to find out what that means and uh, kind of fell in love with the, the beautiful religion of Judaism. And um, yeah, so I'm an African-American Jew, um, specifically a Messianic Jew, which means that I still believe that Yeshua, who the world knows as Jesus Christ, um, is the Messiah that was and is the Messiah that will return um, for the world. Um, so just no different from uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Paul, who are all Jewish men who believe that Yeshua or Jesus was the Messiah. Um, so you have that different dynamic. I'm African-American. I'm conservative. You have that different dynamic. Um, so there's, yeah, there's different, I'm a dynamic person. There you go. I'm a dynamic person. That's why you should listen to this channel. Um, and if you've seen my past stuff, which is still up and you heard my past stuff, you can tell that I'm not, um, my voice is different from other ones. You'll get a different perspective. Everybody doesn't agree, uh, with my perspective. My perspective in my own African-American community is not popular, but that's okay. I think that's what makes, um, this country fun, especially when it's talking about, especially when we're in the political sphere of things that people that look like me, majority of them sound a certain way. I don't sound like them. So I think that, uh, that makes for great conversation. It makes for sometimes great theater, right? 
but definitely some great conversation, great perspectives. I, I see your comments in, in the, uh, uh, in the comment section. Love them. I love to interact, especially with people I don't, that I disagree with, uh, not trying to bring you to my perspective, but just have a good or respectful dialogue on some things that we may disagree with. And most of the time, um, you know, I just walk away respectfully disagreeing with, you know, the people that disagree with me and that's okay. So I think you should watch the show just to get some fresh perspective on different issues uh, from a fresh voice. Uh, that's dynamic. So that, that's pretty much it. And uh, if that sounds good to you, you made it this far on this video, go ahead and press that subscribe button, that thumbs up button, hit that notification bell so you'll be notified every single time that I drop brand new content going forward. Um, welcome to YB Speaks. So I hope when YB Speaks, you listen. Have a good one.